welcome to Camp Radio, a podcast of TN Baptist Camps, the official camps and conference centers of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. Join us as we sit down with church leaders to discuss relevant trends and issues for today's church. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's dive into a new episode of Camp Radio. Thank you for joining us for Camp Radio. My name is Kevin Perich and I'll be your host. Today we have with us Beth Moore, the famous Beth Moore <laughs> of the TBMB. Uh, good friend. Uh, we love Beth and she's, you've worked for the convention for how long? Six years now. Six years. Yeah, six years in That's January. <laughs> and Beth has so much experience. She's been on the mission field mm-hmm. and, uh, she's, uh, she's, she's, uh, just, so much fun to be around and has such a ministry heart her uh, title she's uh, the uh, uh, passion compassion ministry specialist for yes. the convention so uh, she's involved in all the compassion ministries across her state in some facet in some way and so probably if your church has talked about backpacks Christmas backpacks, uh, yes. Christmas backpacks, or uh, the uh, there there are uh, some places in which provide food for yeah. feeding uh, ministries, feeding ministries, mm-hmm. and things like that. Yes, uh, you're a part of those things, and so you're like the main person. And if you're ever looking for someone to come speak uh, to really share with your church about. Uh, a a critical ministry within our convention that your golden offering goes to yes beth moore is the person that you need to have come talk i'd love to yes yeah yeah. well today uh beth and i are just going to talk a little little bit about the problem that and, and this is a global problem of human trafficking that i guess we really don't talk about there is awareness yes and you hear it on the news Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if we really talk about a lot within our churches, do we? Not really. I think it's something we're afraid of, or maybe we don't have all the information or we have some misinformation. Mm -hmm. And so it's a scary topic. So we don't always like to talk about it. Yeah. So some statistics. What are the statistics for this uh, for our our United States? Do you know about what what kind of uh, numbers are we looking at? I know that it it kind of varies from because there's really probably not very accurate numbers compared to before COVID to now. Right. I think one of the things that would surprise a lot of people in our churches across the state is that every county in Tennessee has recorded incidences of human trafficking. Mm. So I think sometimes we think it's something that does happen overseas or internationally or in our larger cities, but it's happening everywhere in Tennessee. um, And it's happening in ways that we might not always expect. When we think of human trafficking, we maybe have a mind, a movie or Mm. somebody being taken and it's all very dramatic and those things but um human trafficking involves um like coercion it involves Mm -hmm. um not just sex trafficking Mm -hmm. but also labor trafficking Mm -hmm. and even in some instances you know organ trafficking but what we see most often in um in tennessee what's happening a lot in our counties Mm -hmm. in tennessee is um almost like familial, like parents, grandparents, relatives who maybe have an addiction issue Mm. are then um, using their children, Mm. grandchildren, nieces, nephews, whomever, um, as a way to get access to things that they need for drugs. And so um, they're selling them, offering them, you know, 
using them even in their homes right. um, and as a, as a means to get what they need and for their, to feed their addiction. And it's, so that's what's happening in a lot of our communities. It's almost like it's, it's, it's similar as a predator. Yes. Um, but, but it's connecting with your family, which I can't even fathom that uh, if, if you have children to even think that mm-hmm. you would traffic your children or, you know, your spouse. Yeah. Um, but a predator builds a relationship. Mm-hmm. And, and I think I've read a lot of times that uh, uh, sometimes they'll, they'll chorus people in that from uh, social media. Yeah. So that's a lot of something to be aware of, especially mm-hmm. with our our students, our children um, that are getting on social media younger and younger they are you know on a on a site on a social media site or even gaming mm-hmm. and someone may befriend them and they think it's someone their age it's often a lot of deception and then they're challenged to maybe they're asked to send a picture mm-hmm. that's a compromising picture and then once that person has the picture then they may threaten faint like to i'm going to tell your family i'm going to tell your parents if yeah. you know if you don't do these things or as they befriend them via social media, then they invite them to come and meet them and, you know, things like this happen. And then it turns into um, our children living in fear Mm -hmm. because they don't want to do something that's going to disappoint parents or, you know, I mean, it's happening to kids in our youth group. Like it's not just the kid that parents aren't paying attention you know, it's happening to kids that are maybe sitting at, at your church right now yeah. that are are in a compromising position and they don't know what to do because they're afraid. And the average age is what, 15 to 17, something, somewhere around yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that can also vary. I mean, there's so many different instances as well. Um, and then you got to think of often um, our children that are um, – aging out of the foster care system Mm -hmm. um, that don't have caring adults in their lives. And now they're aging out of a system that's supposed to provide care for them. Then they're at risk for homelessness and then they're at risk for human trafficking because again, these are predators. These are evil people that are preying on weak and vulnerable people. And so who's more vulnerable than a child alone and are, you know, living on the streets or, living in their car or without anyone to care for them. And so they, uh, you know, use this tactic of we'll care for you, you know, and there's a lot of like um, familial language used, you know, you'll hear um, these predators like, you know, and these children referring to like the person who's trafficking them or the predator as a daddy or, you know, like they use a lot of that language to confuse an already like broken, vulnerable child that's, you know, coming from like a broken situation. And so, yeah, we see, um, there's so many gaps of need in our communities that our churches can step into. Um, a lot of times when we think of like a ministry involving human trafficking churches are like, Oh, we just got to go like find these people and rescue all of them. That's not necessarily, there's a lot of professionals that do that. We have, um, the TBI is partnering with a lot of organizations that are doing some great work in that, Mm arena but what our churches can do is look at our communities and see where are their vulnerable 
people, right. not just children, but vulnerable people. And how can we step in to meet the needs that they might have so that they're not me- getting that need met by a predator? Right. You know, because even think of people just like struggling to just provide food. Sure. And if we're making sure they have a place to come get a meal and get food, then they're not going to go and get that need met right. by somebody that wants to harm them. Right. Well, I mean, it's it's hard to, to believe that someone would have no sense of love or care for humanity at all that they would do this. I think I was reading globally, I think it was like a $600 billion industry and they would would sell people as slaves for $90. Yeah. No worth at all. And just money or to feed their addictions or something like that. And, 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 And they just destroy people's lives. Yeah. 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 But it's hard as believers, mm-hmm. especially since we know Christ and the love of, of Christ and, and that love that we express because of our relationship. We can't even fathom that evilness that's right. in, the, in the world. But it's pervasive. It's there everywhere. Yeah. Um, and if we don't recognize it, then we're we're not could, we're not helping solve the problem if we don't stop and, and really recognize and believe that that's what's happening Mm. in the world around us because then there's no one stepping in for these vulnerable people so so those who uh become involved in this are not they i think most of them are female right Um, at least at least I wouldn't, I would, I, yes, or I couldn't yeah. give a, an exact, like what the percentage is. Yes. There's a lot more women, but, um, there's also, again, like teenage boys that mm-hmm. are left, like that are aging out of the foster care system right. are at risk. And then when you think of labor trafficking, you know, we have a lot of internationals coming into Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And um, when you think of certain regions of our state where we have a lot of migrant workers, mm-hmm. um, if you notice that you see, workers in a particular, you know, migrant workers working in like agricultural. Mm -hmm. Um, If you notice that the people are being transported to do their work and then they're like transported somewhere else to go and stay, that's like kind of a cause for alarm Mm -hmm. um, because often what happens is these people come into our country looking for better opportunities because they're coming out of horrible situations. Mm -hmm. And then again, predators take advantage of their vulnerabilities, withhold, um, withhold just the truth about what their rights are as human beings in our country, but then also maybe hold on to like their paperwork, their Mm -hmm. identification, their passports, their visas, all of these things, hold on to them and force these people into working and doing jobs for little to no pay. Um, I mean, it happens in the nail salon or like the massage parlor, like all these places where you see um, internationals, um, that can happen as well. And so that's men and women right. as well that are being um, trafficked. So it's not just um, human tra- sex trafficking. It is labor trafficking. And both are, again, happening um, in in our state. Well, and, and it could easily be in your community. I know in, yes. in our, our county that uh, uh, where I live, we have uh, tomato farms, mm-hmm. which they they'll have migrants that will be working there certain seasons, like in the summertime. In the wintertime, they would go to Florida, mm-hmm. and I guess they would work with mm-hmm. um, the groves there. So they, drive, they would come back and forth, which that's typical. But 
among that is trafficking. Mm-hmm. And we're just not, we just don't see it. We're not aware. Right. We don't necessarily yeah. know the signs of that. Right. Um, and there's a great, so a couple of years ago, uh, we did a webinar and it's still on the Compassion Ministries website. So if you just go to tnbaptist.org slash Compassion Ministries, we have various webinars, but we have two on human trafficking that we did with an organization called Engage Together to talk about some common myths and misconceptions. But that organization, Engage Together, and they have a website, engagetogether.com. They have some great resources for churches on education. And some of their stuff is even available on Right Now Media, which a lot of our churches I know use for different things. And um, again, some just basic information to like be able to identify what are signs to be looking for when you see someone and, um, and then ways that your church again can find the gaps where no one's meeting the need and people are left vulnerable and where we can step into that. And that organization engaged together. They actually did work with the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation and identified and there's each county you can go to their website you can find this report where it kind of breaks down by county what's happening and also what agencies what organizations what churches are doing things to help vulnerable people mm-hmm. and so it's a great resor- resource for all of our churches to look into so if uh if it, of course we you know half of our congregations in tennessee are small churches mm-hmm. or and, and by, by vocational too Uh, And they're listening. So they're probably thinking, okay, so how, what do I do? How can I identify those in my small community Mm -hmm. and who do I contact? Yeah. So, I mean, I think as far as identification, um, I think, again, looking at people that are just vulnerable and at risk. I think one of the things that is happening in a lot of our communities, we have a lot of single parents. We have Mm -hmm. a lot of single mothers raising children that are just at their wits end. (laughs) And so if you have those people in your community, in your family, in your church to gather around them and love them and support them, because again, when we're doing our job as the church and we're meeting the needs of people in general, but especially vulnerable people, then they're not going to, then the predators aren't going to be able to get to them because they're not going to have a need that needs to be met. And so I think that that is an important thing. And as far as identification, the National Human Trafficking Hotline is 888-373-7888. Okay, good. So they can they can call that hotline mm-hmm. and they can give further information what to do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's important. If you think someone is being trafficked, it's best to call the authorities to even just call your local police or sheriff or whomever. We're not the average person sitting in a Tennessee Baptist church is not trained or equipped to go in and try to rescue someone. And so even if you think, even if you're, 99% sure that's what's happening. You still need to call local authorities. Um, All of our our police, you know, call the TBI. Like there's, there are resources out there. Um, It's not something that we need to be about doing um, without being properly trained because there's so much to go into um, the trauma. Like, I mean, there's so many things that are happening that we can't fully understand. And so there's 
best left to the professionals. Right. Well, and, and I, I think you do, you emphasize that you don't need to go in and try to rescue them because not only can that person be harmed, but you could be harmed too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you're messing with well, evil mm-hmm. and money. Like there's so many things that these, the people that are the traffickers are mm-hmm. doing and that is their driving motivation. And so um, it's just, that's a recipe for disaster for sure. Yes. Well, and all these, these people who are being trafficked, uh, I would say almost all of them don't know Christ. There'll be some. Yeah. They've got mixed up into it, but it's a great opportunity f- mm-hmm. for, uh, for them to hear the gospel message in some way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, when you, if you interact with somebody who's come, come out of one of these situations, um, it's going to take a lot of patience and a lot of grace and, um, love and building of trust because their trust has been broken in so many ways. And so that's going to be take, require a lot of patience and love to walk with somebody coming out of a difficult situation that we can't even fathom. Yeah. So if, uh, if they would like to contact you, how would they do that? So you can contact me, uh, on my email, B more M O O R E at tnbaptist.org and you can ask me any questions um i can send you links to the webinars and some of the other information we've done a couple of trainings with churches across the state as well just to help them that are trying to step into this so i'd love to connect you with more resources if this is something that you um, have a heart for and that would be great i know uh wmu if you uh have if your church still has a wmu or if you have a strong uh, women's program mm-hmm. that want to get involved in this. The training is worth you coming and leading them through mm-hmm. that, uh, especially if they have a heart for uh, children and mm-hmm. uh, people who are that's been caught up mm-hmm. in this trafficking to, to somehow to be able to identify and help them in mm-hmm. some way. So this would be a great, great resource. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think for the most, most people, most, most laymen, they would have no idea what to do. Yeah. Yeah. I think just an awareness, like, you know, increasing your awareness and understanding of all the, the different parts of what this is, um, is a huge thing. Yeah. Well, Beth, thank you for taking a few minutes with me. Always Kevin, always a joy to be with you. And I want to also mention that uh, you and Matt Tolis yes. have a podcast. We do. Called the the golden hour yeah and it is a great podcast <laughs> we have fun yeah. yeah so you can probably type up how would you find that i think just look for the golden hour tennessee the tennessee golden hour that's right yeah, yeah. but it's a great podcast you need to go find that uh they just started it mm-hmm. so be patient yes and they'll have some more coming out but you'll enjoy the first three i think yes. it's out there right yeah now. and there's a couple more I think, yeah that's awesome really good yeah. i look forward to that Thanks, Kevin. For those who are listening to us, if you're listening to us on iTunes or Spotify, please leave a comment or just follow us. That will help others to be a part of this great resource. Also, if you you would like to hear or ask any questions of Beth or what we do at TN Baptist Camps, please send us an email at carsonpodcast at tnbaptist.org. Until next time, I hope that you look for opportunities to start a conversation about Christ with someone you know. Thank you for listening to Camp Radio, a podcast of TN Baptist Camps. The ministries of Carson Springs and Linden Valley are supported through the cooperative program and gifts received through the golden offering for Tennessee missions. 
For more information, visit tnbaptistcamps.org or you can email us at carsonpodcast at tnbaptist.org.